Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Synergy Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm Dolores Van Borgendine, an advanced practice registered nurse, addiction and mental health specialist, blogger, author, mother, and all-round health and wellness fanatic. In this podcast, I aim to answer the common and not-so-common questions that come up every day, be they related to health, diet, exercise, and so much more. I aim to provide you with evidence-based answers and information from leading experts in their respective fields. I'm passionate about how we can all lead our best lives, healthier, happier, and free from stress. For more information, you can find me or contact me at Dolores at SynergyHealthAndWellness.net, on social media on Instagram at SynergyHealthAndWellness, and on Facebook and Twitter. Welcome to Health and Wellness Simplified. In today's show, we're going to discuss reverse engineering. And this is a tactic that anybody can pretty much use to orchestrate or deal with any goal, be it large or small, in any area or aspect of your lives. So when Mark and I were deciding to move to Alaska, our end goal basically was to move. We both had made a decision that we were not really that happy in Florida and we wanted to move and leave. But we really didn't know where we wanted to go. We didn't know what our jobs were going to be. We just really knew our end goal was that we wanted to move and leave Florida. So change can be daunting and scary for anybody, especially for those people working towards their goals. A lot of times people are scared to work towards the goals because the effort and the steps that are required to even get there, tasks may just seem completely ludicrous and daunting, as did our goal of moving away. We didn't initially decide on Alaska. As I said, our ultimate goal was just to leave Florida. We weren't happy. We weren't happy with our lives. We were kind of a little bit bored and felt a little stale. We wanted to go somewhere else for some new adventures. And uh, that's where reverse engineering came in. Great. It's a tactic that I had used pretty much to, to gain anything. I'm very methodical and practical about things that I do. And I will also try and find out the easiest and best way to achieve my goals. So with reverse engineering, you start off with four basic steps. Number one, your end goal has to be the number one step. What do you want out of life? Do you want to lose weight? How much weight do you want to lose? Do you want to move and relocate? Do you want to start your own online business and sit at home or work from home? You have to really start off with what is your ultimate end goal? and just determine the most basic level of that goal. So our goal, the basic level of the goal was we wanted to move and leave Florida. We were we were determined we wanted to leave Florida. It wasn't just a matter of, of moving. We had already thought about that. Our house was pretty much kind of on the market even in January this year. And we knew that we originally wanted to move closer to the ocean. But upon further thinking about the about the goal, we decided that we wanted to actually relocate. Just for a period of, uh, of uh, three to five years, we're both young enough right now in our early 50s and able-bodied and we were able to just um, move. The kids had left, Chloe and Carl had both left and gone to college in New York and we knew that at the most basic level, Chloe was not returning for three years as she was going to go to law school and Carl definitely was not returning for two years and his plan also was as well to go to grad school after his two years were finished. So we knew we had a certain amount of time. So the number, the first step is determine your most basic level of the goal, that is to move. Under 
that basic level of the goal, Mark and I also had some other parameters. For example, I knew, number one, that if I was moving anywhere, that I did not want to move to a state in the United States that didn't have independent practice for nurse practitioners. And what that means is there's approximately 22, 23 states right now in the US, including the District of Columbia, where nurse practitioners can practice independently. That means that you can go out, get your own license, and you can open up your own practice, be it internal medicine, wellness, cosmetic nurse practitioner, a nurse practitioner who's doing some cosmetic procedures or dermatology. So there are only right now 22 states and the District of Columbia that allow nurse practitioners to do that. That was one of my stipulations because in Florida and multiple other states, nurse practitioners have to practice collaboratively with a doctor. So our practice is restricted. And I didn't want to go to a state because, well, first of all, it's very difficult. You just move to a state and you really don't know anybody in that state who knows you and trusts you enough to sign a collaborative agreement with you. So I kind of knew that that was going to be a prohibitor. So when we were deciding where we wanted to go, that immediately just narrowed down our focus to 22 states in the District of Columbia. We also knew that we wanted to be on the West Coast or even the Midwest. Denver, Colorado was another place that came up. We did know that we did not want to be on the East Coast. So that again, further narrowed down the number of states. And in addition to that, then we also knew that we really wanted to be beside the water near the ocean. So that eliminated states like Idaho, Montana, North and South Dakota, for example. So we ended up with a very, very small list of states. Um, where So we went from, from 50 states in the US down to probably four or five that worked. So this is what happens when you determine the most basic level of the goal. Then you narrow down the steps to that goal. And we knew that there was only four or five states that we really wanted to explore. We just said, if we're going to move that far, we might as well go full hack and move move to Alaska. And that's exactly what we did. So after we had determined where we were going to go, step two really has to be that you, in, to ensure that you are committed to your decision. You know, this wasn't a joke. We weren't messing around. Oh, I think we'll move. We we were, but Mark and I were both firmly committed. And for those of you who are making the decision independently, where there's no spouse or, or significant other involved, you just have to make sure yourself that you're committed. For those of you who are making the decision where a spouse or even children are concerned, you have to get those people on board too. So you have to ensure that you are fully committed, that you fully believe in what you're doing, that you that you can fully envision yourself achieving or attaining that goal. So you have to you have to look at reverse engineering as having already been achieved. Mark and I were fully committed. We both could see ourselves living in Alaska. We took a look at areas of Alaska, Juneau, Anchorage, populations of each area. We took a look at uh, job availability in those areas. And we said, yeah, we could really see ourselves moving up here for at least a year. So step number two was ensure that you are committed. And we both were. Step number three then was identify as many steps as possible that are required to reach the goal. When it came to Mark and I moving, we knew that, you know, part of the steps that would be required would be selling our house, resigning from our jobs, for Mark closing the gym, getting your Alaska license in hand for me in terms of getting a nurse practitioner's license, getting utilities set up, telling friends and family. All of those things are steps towards your goal. We both knew as well that we were going to sell both of our cars. That was another step. And when you actually determine those steps and write them down under your goal, that actually will determine the amount of time that it will take you to achieve the goal. For example, it is very, very difficult. And we knew that we were not going to sell our house in 30 days. 
That's number one. Getting an Alaska license, we knew that we were not going to achieve that in a week. Getting your Alaska license, filling out the application form itself took approximately a week. Gathering all of the documentation that you need, for example, your transcripts from universities, copies of your license from your current state, all of those things took another week. So to, to even just apply for my Alaska license, my RN, and it was done in two parts, RN and then nurse practitioner, all of those steps took time. Another part of applying for your nurse license is that most states will require you to get fingerprinting. A lot of the fingerprint departments of uh, police departments are only open Monday through Friday. So, for example, if you decide on a Saturday or a Friday night that you're going to do it, you've already lost three days because you can't get your fingerprinting done until the Monday. But getting licenses and stuff like that is another podcast that I will do for nurses and nurse practitioners because it is, again, a huge, big, daunting task with multiple cogs and wheels and elements, but very, very doable if you use reverse engineering to do it. And actually, right now, at the moment, I'm in the process also of getting my Washington license, Washington State, which is another state that you can practice independently. So for me, it's very handy to have that license. In addition to that, you have to do your resume, for example, you have to apply for jobs. All of these steps go under the steps that are required, part number three, to get to your goal. Identify as many steps as possible that are are required. And under each one of those, you can reverse each one of those goals. So getting your Alaska license, reverse engineer it. End goal is to have your license in hand. Do you see yourself fully committed to getting it? What are the steps to getting it? Fingerprinting, transcripts, application, money orders. Part one is getting the RN portion. Part two is getting the APRN. So you see how this goes that you can pretty much reverse any goal. Step number four, of course, is take action. So basically, you can have all these thoughts and ideas in mind, but if you don't take actions towards your goals, you'll never get there. So if you don't contact a real estate agent regarding your house to put your house on the market, your house will never go on the market. If you don't clean up and declutter the house, the house won't look good for staging and selling. So all of these things, again, you've got to take actions towards your goals because there's no point in having any goals and not having actions. So that's what happened. So basically, if I look back on what Mark and I did in terms of reverse engineering, we started off, I think it was like the third or the fourth week in January we started off. I do know that I put my application in for my license on the 11th of February, I think it was. And Mark and I didn't move. We set a drop dead date of July 7th. It fit right in when all the chips began to fall into place. We were able to see and come up with a really good timeline that was, for me with timelines, they have to be broad enough that they're doable, but also tight enough that you take action. Because a lot of times I think if you set goals or if you set a timeline that's way far out, that gives yourself loads of wiggle room, you will take that amount of time to actually do it. Okay. Whereas if you make the timeline a little tighter, I think that you definitely, by making the timeline a little tighter, that you can actually get to your goals a little bit quicker. So that's reverse engineering. It's a great tool. As nurses and nurse practitioners, we use it all the time. When we come up with an endpoint for our patients, we want them to be healthy. What are the steps that are necessary to get there for the patient? And also what necessary steps do you have to take to help your patient get there? So and again, as I said, you can use this with anything, paying off debt. If you're a nurse right now who's sitting looking to get your nurse practitioner degree, you can use this as well. What are the steps that I need to to get there? So it's a great tool for anybody anywhere to use to get to your 
goals. So coming up, a couple of future episodes coming up, I have just finished working on telehealth. That's going to be a great episode for anybody. If you are a patient or if you are just out there listening to this podcast and you want to know all the ins and outs of telehealth from a client slash patient standpoint, I'm going to go into that. But also there's some great information in this tel- in this telehealth podcast coming up next week. And that'll be for nurses and nurse practitioners and uh, therapists, those people who want to know the steps to setting up your own telehealth business. So tune in again next week. I do want to get more involved though. I'm doing a couple of episodes on things like telehealth and uh, medication assisted treatment, broad episodes, but I do want to start doing a couple more episodes that are more geared towards health and wellness. I do want to talk about about the mental health issues right now that are going on, the vaping issues that we're having. And also I am going to do a special on drugs, which is going to be a great episode for parents. It's going to give you a ton of information, insider information as to what's out there and available to our kids and what we're seeing tons of recently. So tune in again next week and again, have a great week.